episode two of Tacos and Tequila, Andrew and Bronco's Tasty Jams. Yeah. So, want to clear up, this isn't an episode about everyone's favorite fruit preservatives. This is about something else. And oh. we'll get into that later on in the show. <laughs> you did not talk that joke out with me beforehand. I was really <laughs> fucking confused. Um, yeah, let's get on with this, Andrew. So, starting off tonight, we're going to talk about loot boxes in gaming, which I completely fucked up because we were supposed <laughs> to talk about Star Wars, <laughs> Wars and then segue into it. All right. So, let's start off with Star Wars, Wars Battle Battlefront Beta. Two. Not the two. first one. It's Star Wars Battlefront Battle 2 Beta. Beta. Okay. Um, I liked it. I liked it as well. This was a really good conversation <laughs> right, we had about it. Let's move on to the loot boxes now. Um, no, talking more about Star Wars Battlefront 2, I honestly feel like they've kind of listened to what fans had to say about the first one and addressed a lot of the concerns and kind of fixed it. Yeah, well, they kind of had to because uh, John Boyega kind of called them out. And so, like, they're like, okay, if this guy who's in the Star Wars movies is saying, hey, we need to fix this shit, we should probably fix this shit. Also, I'm really excited to see Finn as a hero in the game. Yeah, that should be With all fun. his two seconds of using a lightsaber in the movies. <laughs> his power set's going to be absolutely The entire phenomenal. time you're attacking, he's just flailing. It's like a 50% <laughs> chance he'll miss the attack. Um, no, but, like, I played it a fair... I want to say I played about six, seven hours of it in the short window the beta was kind of up. And I mean, there was only th- what three maps? No, it wasn't up for. It was more than that. It was like up for like days. Oh no, I was just saying like that's. I uh, paid about how six you, seven oh, hours okay. during the time the beta was up. It yeah. was up for a while. That being said, six seven hours playing three maps kind of on rotation with different yeah. game modes gets tiring. Yeah, yeah. It really you start learning the ins and outs of the map, and then like you, so does your enemy. So it's always like really predictable. But uh, it's it was still like really well made maps. It's just like overplayed, and it's gonna be hated when it starts because it was overplayed in the beta. I love the fact we lock in eye contact with each other <laughs> while we do this podcast. <laughs> like it just, you know, my heart just flutters and skips a beat right now. I want you to know what I am talking about, Andrew. <laughs> we just unblinking eye contact <laughs> while we talk into rather phallic shaped microphones here. <laughs> this is uh this is a great show. You know, just testing if I'm straight or not now. <laughs> Speaking of phallic all objects and lightsabers, Andrew, yeah, I was gonna say Andrew's sexuality, lightsabers. I'd go gay for a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm not even lying. If someone just handed me a lightsaber and said, "You gotta suck a dick for it," oh god, I'm down. <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> back to uh, back to um, what was it? Uh, Star Wars Star Battlefront. Wars Battlefront. Yeah, I suck at flying. Uh, I was really, really bad. I the inverted the non-inverted control is really fucked with me, so I kind of just like flew over the place and crashed into everything. So I play on PC. Yeah. I know you don't. You pl- you're playing it on. I was on the PS4 as my roommate. Okay. So I found on PC the controls were a little bit better for the f- piling because you can actually use spacebar for yeah. shooting, so you can play it all without your mouse. Yeah. Or you don't have to worry about clicking on your mouse, which is a huge thing for me because I can't do two things on one hand at once i can't click and look around that's too much effort yeah i got it if i can hit space and shoot that's perfect i can line up that because they give you that little like it's a little circle in front of like an enemy ship telling you shoot here and you'll hit them yeah which i really appreciate in games because i'm usually terrible at flying but like on the maps where you could buy the planes i was awful but then there's one where you can literally you're in spaceships everyone's in ships I felt I was really good at that one. I got a lot of kills. I ended up, that was the only time I got to play as a hero. I picked Slave 1 because Boba Fett's my man. And I died within 20 seconds of getting that <laughs> ship. I was so, like, 
I literally come in, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kill things. The thing is, you're flying vertical in Boba Fett's ship. Like, that's just, yeah, it feels really, super slow yeah. compared to everyone else. So, literally, all the X-Wings just came, looked at me once, and annihilated me while the Millennium Falcon came by, too. And yeah, I'm like, you really stand out. Like, when you're flying as Poe, you're, like, another, like... Yeah, you're another kind of X-Wing. You yeah. can just zip around and stuff. But Slave 1 just you sits just there, and everyone's like, hey, let's shoot that. The big target. Yeah, let's shoot that guy. Yeah, but there were some things I would, uh, like, I would message developers about. Because the beta is about testing stuff. Yeah. So it fixed in the game. There is a few things I think they should fix. I know a lot of people are complaining about the cards, the card systems in it. Because yeah. there's different levels for it, which is another thing. Those come in loot boxes, which... Good or we'll bad, get to. loot boxes are kind yeah. of here to stay, I feel, yeah. at this point. We'll get point. to that after this segment. But yeah, no, there, there's a lot of unlockable stuff. But it was a beta was sort of limited to how you can yeah, unlock stuff. that's honestly, I didn't have too many complaints about the beta. They Most of the time I played the original Star Wars Battlefront 2, which yeah. we discovered is now called Classic, Classic 2005, because we were playing on Steam before we actually yeah. started the show. Um, what I noticed about it was... Like, I only really played instant action co-op with a friend. I didn't do too much more than that. And the fact they're kind of bringing, they are bringing that back in Battlefront 2, mm -hmm. where I can invite a friend over, not Bronco, because we're not friends. I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, we can end up just sitting on a couch for a whole day playing Star Wars together is just awesome. Because yeah. that was the biggest thing I kind of missed from Battlefront, like the first one. Not the first classic one, yeah. but the first one done by EA there was just, I really missed out on that whole instant action, go into a map, start playing. Yeah, It did have that, but it was a survival mode, which I don't always want to play a wave survival mode. That's not fun to me. I like having kind of an end in sight. Like, here's your goal. Yeah. Do this. Not like I never really played COD zombies and stuff like that. I always much rather, you know, like the training camp where yeah. you could set the bots to easy and just <laughs> feel like you're a god. Yeah. Um one thing I really liked about the Battlefront beta was uh was the spawning system. Yeah. Where, where if you, you go if, in a squad it, and you yeah. stay together? Well, not necessarily you stay together, but like if you're just one guy spawning it takes longer to spawn, but if it's four of you spawning at the same time that the spawn timer is like a lot shorter. Well, it's also you get points when you're close to your squad mates yeah. and teams and your squad mates are constantly changing. It's yeah. not like Battlefield where you go, Sticking I'm going to be part of Alpha of Squad. I'm going to be part of Beta Squad. I'm going to be part of Charlie Squad. Yeah. You're actually like, you're just randomly naturally part of the squad. That being said, everyone would just literally scream scatter and separate in their fucking directions yeah. like Kansas <laughs> dust on in the wind. <laughs> as soon as we spawned yeah i'd be like let's stay together let's win no everyone's gone yeah and if like god help you if you pick the flame trooper <laughs> that that shit was so fucking disappointing <laughs> just like you're like oh man you have to use fucking flame trooper fucking burn down these rebels no you're just like a 10 foot like nerf gun spray of a flamethrower that does nothing Speaking of things that also cause people to flame let's get into loot boxes and games yeah we've been putting it off it's yeah. kind of been the big thing yeah, especially with Star Wars, like two games, Star Wars and uh, the new Shadow of uh, Shadow of War game. So let's Mortar. first go through, just for our listeners that aren't aware of kind of what it is. It's a lot of games now have introduced a microtransaction, microtransaction system yeah. where it's all random-based. So you no longer pick, like, I want to buy this piece of gear. Yeah. You go, I want to buy this loot box that has a chance at getting that piece of gear. Yeah. Which, things going on now is a lot of people have petitioned to the ESRB to try and make this not really illegal in games, but make the games instantly go up to an M rating if they have loot boxes. Yeah. 
to try and get developers to kind of stop doing it. Limit them what they can, where they can put them. So what's happened now is ESRB has basically said, no, we're not doing that. Ah. So a lot of people are going to government to actually try and get mandates for the gaming, Shit. which That's... is a scary thing almost. Yeah. Because I'm not pretending like I know what I'm talking about when I say this. But I am kind of worried about getting governments into gaming in general. It, I don't. It was such a problem before, and we got. I past like shooting it. strippers in GTA Five, <laughs> and damn it, if the U.S. government's going to try and tell Andrew me not to. Andrew just hates women. This is what this podcast will <laughs> be named. That's the uh, that's a soundboard to take away from this one. <laughs> yeah, when we develop our soundboard, number one will be Andrew hates, hates women. Women, son of a bitch. <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> um, I mean. Realistically, I have no problems with loot boxes and games when it's done right. Yeah. Look at a game games. like Overwatch. It's all cosmetics. None of it impacts the whole game. Just because you look super cool doesn't mean you're going to be good. Believe yeah. me, I've tried. Mass Effect did it pretty well, That's, too. Mass Effect had it done well. It's been in games for longer than people have said. Yeah. It's been in different shapes and forms, but... Now it's kind of hidden in the limelight thanks to games like Shadows of War, like Bronco said. I actually picked up that game because I love Lord of the Rings, and I played the first one. I really liked it, so I bought this one no-brainer. And I'll be honest, I'm decently far in the game right now, and I still have yet to have a need to buy loot boxes. You do get daily quests that give you the premium currency and stuff. Like, you can grind it out. But the problem with the loot boxes is well, you have to go back to Star Wars is that it's almost a pay to win. So you can't grind it out to get those loot boxes. But if, because it's a multiplayer centric game and all the loot boxes are multiplayer things, uh, someone who just puts down a hundred bucks is going to get all the good things, especially when the, when the T with the, the traits, they can stack up, right? Yeah. So, so with it's going to take even longer. So what? with the cards, they stack up and level and they have different levels on them. So yeah, you can so, get a level five card off the start. You're better than the person who has a level two one. Yeah. And they still have to grind up all that time and you're just buying them. So like, you're going to be ahead of them by a mile when they, when they like actually get into it. So it's going to turn off a lot of people. I will say game. it is, it was in beta. Yeah. So they might not be, the system might be overhauled. Because Shadows of War, after it hit that whole negative press, they released a day one patch that actually changed a lot of that system around. So I'm kind of feeling confident. EA's been actually on a roll recently with kind of being better game developers than people give them credits for. Yeah. Like look at a game like Titanfall 2. It's been out for how long? And it has never once charged for DLC. Yeah, I love that game. That I cannot give enough money to that game because it just it hit every note in my heart. You play as giant mechs and get a wall run while shooting people in the face. Like <laughs> that's and one of the mechs has a samurai sword. Yeah, like that's just the coolest weebo shit dream I could possibly have. Fucking playing weeb. a mech with a goddamn samurai sword that shoots lightning and teleports. It's like fun. I I don't know. Like I feel like EA's kind of been getting out of the doghouse recently and in terms of other game developers kind of falling in ubisoft's been kind of filling that ubisoft. everyone loves to hate role ubisoft 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 i'm gonna fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> no but i feel like it's kind of been filling that you know like the gaming whipping boy role that ea used to fill where everyone's like circle jerk saying they hate ea but they still buy all of their games yeah well they haven't really improved that much. They've improved in the communication level. Like, like before it was like, you're going to do this extra fucking shit for us. I don't care. Now it's like, we're going to tell you that you're going to do this for us. See, I just hate people get mad at it because of things like Bioware and stuff. They don't remember that Bioware put out one of the shittiest MMOs ever. 
Like, I hated the Old Republic. It wasn't a good MMO. I, I, I... That would have killed Bioware. You don't... No, you don't come back from an MMO. If you fail at making one, you're having a hard time coming back from it. Yeah. Well, so I, EA that's not... gave them the money to kind of fail there if they wanted to. That was the thing. We wouldn't have gotten games like Dragon Age Inquisition if... Oh, speaking of which, the lead designer left that. Yeah, they've all been kind of... All the Bioware guys have been kind of dropping like Except flies. for Casey Hudson, who just came back to be the... The lead wasn't like, didn't he go off and do like a beer thing for a while? No, okay, so that was the two creators of Bioware were two PhD guys, Ray Merzarek and some one the other guy. The other guy went off to do like uh, a beer. So this channel. is a new segment, by the way. This is history, <laughs> gaming history with Bronco. Um, and so the one guy went off to do beer stuff, and Casey Hudson left. He He's was just the, trying he, to he stall was the lead designer. Take another shot. He was the lead designer on, uh, for Bioware. That's right. Keeps creative stalling. director. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> Okay, so context. I bought some really bad tequila for this. It's it's a going trend on here. Um, if anyone knows a company that makes tequila, hit us up for a sponsorship. We will yeah, drink your local... stuff, and we will tell you how good it is. Even if it's not, I'll drink anything. I'll, yeah, we gotta get some tequila on here, and yeah, I'm we... not impressed with the one I bought. No, it's 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 <sighs> it's har- it's harsh. It rhymes with rose. <laughs> Rervo. Uh... <laughs> So are we just gonna do it then? Yeah, we're just gonna do a shot now. So we did one just before we started. Yeah, recording. this is this is gonna be a sloppy podcast. I'm just forewarning here. Oh, okay, I'm gonna put this over here. All right, cheers. Salut. It just smells so bad. Oh. It's just so wrong. Oh, fuck that one hurts. <coughs> Sorry about the burp. Sorry about this dead air. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So. Oh, that's fine. Uh, leave it in. They want to leave, leave it in. Leave want, that shit in. They got to imagine what's going they on. They need to know our pain, our struggle, <laughs> our story, uh, our history. So, yeah, I don't want to go back to the Bioware thing because that's a whole like half an hour yeah, let's of just, information. Let's just skip ahead here. Keep so an eye out for Mordor. that special podcast, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's take a hop, skip, and a jump into the Last Jedi trailer. Yeah, that was so, happened. Let's just preface this with: I know some people want to go in blind to the movie. I'll respect that. You now have a five-second warning to probably skip ahead a few minutes because we're going to talk about this trailer. Five, four, one. So three. we were talking about the trailer <laughs> now. Um, what I found funny was that it because uh, uh, I'm going to almost say Monopoly because uh, <laughs> Dis- because Monopoly owns ESPN. No, because Disney owns parts of ESPN now the sports company they aired it during a halftime show during a football game and so 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 many people I know were watching that don't watch football yeah they would have been really <laughs> I, I mean like the football <laughs> audience would have been a little confused too yeah like it was like where's our beer ads ESPN at the stadium I'm sorry I made every every person <laughs> who watches football sound like a southerner but yeah and so like at during eh. the football game they had super trooper uh, super trooper super trooper <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Super Trooper <laughs> 2 comes out oh. on 420. Does it? Yes. Oh, I love that. I'll be going to see it in oh. VIP theaters here in Ottawa so I can go get drunk while watching Super Troopers 2. I'm going to be going there too as well. He it's doesn't gonna know It's going to be it. so good. <laughs> okay, so Star Wars Last Jedi. It was good. Yeah, I really, yeah. honestly, I enjoyed the trailer. I didn't know how much they could show with kind of still being interesting if that makes sense are you one of those people who are like super invested in star wars not a hundred percent i've kind of when i was a kid i really was because like 
lightsabers. Yeah. And, like, now I still kind of am because lightsabers. <laughs> but, like, in general, I've never been a huge, like, Star Wars guy in yeah. terms of, like, the extended universe and stuff. I never really given a shit you about You want to get that burp that. out of yourself? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to, it was working its way up. It's the tequila's uh. <laughs> fighting back, and it's not good. The worm in it's coming out of me. <laughs> yeah, I just found this on the street. I didn't buy it. That's why I was so expensive. Thank you, uh, Hobo Joe, for making some moonshine for Sh- us. Sh- shout out to Hobo Joe. Um, no, like, I like some of the stuff they showed. I've been saying it for a while now. The only way I'll really enjoy kind of Kylo Ren of a, as a character is if he kills Leia, too. And the trailer kind of built it up to seem. But that's not going to be the scene where it happens. No, it's going to happen in a later scene. And I mean, there were some scenes that you can actually, in the trailer, I noticed that kind of like, kind of, you can kind of predict really easily what's going to happen in that scene. So there's a shot of Finn being led in by some stormtroopers and he's wearing like a certain black outfit. Yeah. And then when he's fighting Captain Phasma, he's wearing the same outfit and everything is exploding around him. So what's obviously going to happen. That scene is going to be. Yeah fucking awesome because so wh- he has that traitor yeah baton spinny thing you know the meme yeah yeah so he's obviously gonna be like rescued or something because shit's blowing up around him at the place he was just at as a prisoner so like that kind of gives it away some bits but i can see why ryan johnson said like that it will give some stuff away. all in all looking at it it looks fucking awesome and it just made me can't wait for december when it comes out i can wait i'll be seeing that probably within the first two weeks that it comes out because I honestly, I was a little pissed off. I had the whole Han Solo dying spoiled uh, for me because I didn't see the movie soon the enough. It's, it's been <laughs> out for like two fucking years. We're fine. It's on Netflix now. We're good. Um, okay. No, but like my thing is episode seven kind of was just a rehashing of four, five, six. I'm pretty sure we already we, talked, we about, talked that about that on this. the last episode. I mean, like you came to the conclusion that you were like kind of out of the closet. Not really. Yet. Yeah. Just a little bit. Just you a know? little bit. Um. No, but, like, I feel like this is going to be the chance for them to kind of break away and go in a whole new direction and kind of show what they can really do. Yeah. Rather than trying to pull all the old fans in, it's kind of like, okay, you guys are here now. Let us blow you away of what we can do with the new direction. Let me skull fuck you. <laughs> I don't know uh, where to go with that. Skull fucking. Did you see Big Mouth? On Netflix. I know this wasn't part of our list at all, but Yeah, you're kind of throwing me a curveball, you asshole. there's a scene where... Want the hormone monster skull fucks someone. Oh, that's that Nick Kroll. Is it and a new John Mulaney TV show? It's a TV show. Oh, it's the new animated show Netflix put out. Maybe we'll probably talk about this next week because I'm going to send Bronco home with a little bit of homework to binge watch this. I'm not going to do that. Please binge watch it. It is fantastic. It's a lot better than you think it's going to be. Is it? Isn't that the series that got panned because it sucked? No, it's been actually doing really well. Oh right! Oh, the animated one. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking of John Mulaney's like like sitcom thing. No, 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 that was shit. But this <laughs> is actually really, really good. Nick Kroll and John Mulaney are hilarious together. As Maya Rudolph in it too. Yeah, you have a good cast in it. Um, I thought Will Arnett was in it for the longest time because Nick Kroll does an amazing Will Arnett voice with the hormone monster. You know what my favorite role from Nick Kroll is? It was the the douchebag literally in uh 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 in sausage party he was yeah. the douche yeah he was the douche yeah <laughs> he does a really good douche that voice. was another movie i walked into did not know what the fuck to expect uh, and left it going why did i pay for that uh, but it was still fun yeah that f- like 10 minute orgy at the end right i, I felt like i needed a shower honestly <laughs> but like it i was, was part a fun of that movie. i felt the violation 
Um, all right, so we'll skip ahead to the next part, which is the Hotel Rwanda genocide. Uh, right? No, 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 that wasn't on there. I'm trying to remember what the next <laughs> one was. That was on the list. Uh, it was. It was written down by Bronco. Um, <laughs> Want to go through some of the other stuff that was on there? Yeah, there was also the pros of sexual harassment, <laughs> which this is going to be soundboarded now that I think about it here. Um, there was also should Blumpkin spice lattes be a thing? Um, let's argue the merits on that one there. Um, you know, you've already got the pumpkin spice latte. Just add a, just, add a B. Just add, add some, add some letters in there and add some different ingredients. And, and there you, you go. Yeah. You got whole... yourself a blumpkin pie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and then we also had the AIDS scare of the 1980s. Yeah. Yeah. That was on there. This is, this is a great <laughs> list we have. Um, I want to talk a bit about actually Mario Odyssey. That comes out pretty soon. It's the 27th of October. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have a? You don't have a switch, do you, Bronco? No, but I use my roommates. But there was a funny thing I want to mention about that game. Was this is a tweet from someone, and I don't know whose it was. Uh, but it, good job. It was funny. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a guy who said, uh, "Oh, it's kind of kind of weird that uh, Mario is hanging out with human people." And then Nintendo goes, "He can also fucking possess people too." <laughs> <laughs> so, so you can do that in that I- game. I don't know. I'm looking. I'm really looking forward to it. I feel like it's going to be kind of like a new Super Mario Galaxy, where it's kind of breaking the mold a bit. Yeah. And going away from what traditional Mario experiences are. Yeah. Like I mean, I've played Mario since I can remember. My first Mario game was was on the Game Boy Color. It was the Super Mario Brothers, which is the port of the NES one. Yeah. yeah. Just on a Game Boy Color. I remember flying out to British Columbia, six and a half hour fucking flight as me, like a little five year old, with my purple. Game Boy Color playing that and Tony Hawk Pro Skater on it. I bet you were one of the cool kids at school with that. Uh, I had a fanny pack that stored <laughs> all my games and everything in it. It was a Nintendo branded fanny pack, okay? okay yeah. Okay. I got so much puss. <laughs> at I pulled, five years old. I pulled more tail <laughs> than a slow kid at a petting zoo. <laughs> I slayed in that fanny pack. You don't even oh know. Oh my God. You don't even so know. <laughs> All right, so before we get pulled off the air here. (laughs) 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 Oh, okay. So, I don't know. Like, my fiance isn't a big gamer. What were we talking about? Mario Odyssey (laughs) and pulling puss in as a five-year-old. Yeah, this guy's engaged. (laughs) Yeah, that's the best part. My absolutely (laughs) wonderful, loving fiance, who I might be able to convince to come on an episode of this shit show at some point. (laughs) Probably not, though, so don't have your fingers crossed. Um, She's not much of a gamer. She really just started playing kind of... We played some Diablo 3 co-op together when we first started dating, and she really liked that. I tried to get her into the Borderlands game, and it's just first-person shooters aren't really for her. That's exactly it. The door is locked. If you want this body... This 220-pound sexy body, it reminds me you got to play Diablo 3. It's like the Always Sunny, the implication. <laughs> no, I wouldn't commit violence against <laughs> these women. It's the implication. Also, these women are <laughs> going to get hurt. Okay, no, continue on with your story. So she doesn't play much, but then we picked up the Nintendo Switch, yeah. and I got Mario Kart and stuff, and I was kind of expecting to play it a lot more than I have, but I've kind of been not playing it. I've yeah. been playing more games like... Shadow of War, Overwatch, 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 and again, Overwatch even more because Blizzard likes to bend me over and just take me from behind 
and ravage my time repeatedly. There's been a lot of sex talk from Andrew. There on has. This podcast. When I have some tequila in me, there's, I get a little touchy feely. There's, there's a lot of like hidden layers We're, coming out here. We got some here. footsies going on under God the table. Damn it, Riley. <laughs> as Riley pours some more tequila. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting show, folks. Oh, I'm just going to turn into like um, divulgent. It's just Andrew getting anal. <laughs> He's no, a pegger. Laura has played more Mario Kart than I have now. Mm-hmm. She's still not better than me. <laughs> um, I just have to put that one out there. Love you, Laura. Um, but she can't beat me for whatever reason, even though she probably should be able to. Because I'm usually pretty you just out said of it she's when we not play. Really a gamer, like, so she fucking be beating me right now. Was she a scrub? She plays a lot more than me. But that's the thing. She always plays 150 cc hard comms. I play 100 cc normal comms. I just I know the courses. Yeah. But this is kind of a game I'm buying, not really for myself. Like I'm still going to play the shit out of it at some point. Mm-hmm. But I'm buying it more so so Laura can kind of play a different game and Thank you me. don't get introduced to Mario and everything like that without playing the side scrollers because side scrollers aren't for everyone. I'll admit that they are not always the game everyone wants to play. They can be boring as fuck sometimes to play, like because it's the same mechanics over and over again. Yeah, but, but like when you get a 3D Mario, like I remember one of the hypest moments of my childhood. This sounds really wrong. I went to hospital, went to Chio. And I don't know if you've ever been to Chio, but they had... Chemo. No, I wasn't there for chemo. It was dehydration, actually. <laughs> he was researching a role. Uh, uh, it was the role in Schindler's List. I played a young black woman. <laughs> Shout out to our last podcast. You haven't seen it. Go uh, listen to it. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing here still? Yeah, Close out this and never listen to us again. We don't need you here. Uh, just kidding. We'll hey, all suck uh, your dick for views. Send, send mail to this address. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> um, no, but like I remember playing Super Mario 64 and that being like just a changing experience for me. Just like that's one of the earliest games I can really remember playing and enjoying a whole ton. And then I got it kind of after I went home. I got it for my N64 like two weeks after and I ended up playing it all the way through and loving it. And like then the DS version came out and I played that and like I still play that game. I still love it. But, like, I'm hoping that's kind of the experience for her is trying a different Mario game out and kind of going, like, you know what? This is what games can be. I really want to play these. Yeah. Do you uh, know what game it was a really good racing game? Uh, Mortal Kombat Armageddon. That actually, I a, know the exact what you mean in it, <laughs> it and it was racing, fantastic. It had a little mini goat car bobblehead um, thing going on. Speaking of that, Warcraft 3 Frozen Throne had that as well, where oh, you could play fuck. as, like, the Lich King, Arthas himself, driving a little mini goat car against, like, Diablo and shit. In Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, you could, uh, if you clicked L2, R2, R1, R, uh, L1, and Square at the same time, yeah. you'd unlock the demo for Crash Team Racing. CTR is one of my favorite racing games. Not the like the ones that came after, like Tag Team and shit. No. Yeah. Crash Team Racing was the shit. Also, I just want to go back on that point. Can you imagine how insane that would be if a company, uh, like a game company nowadays, did a thing where you could play another team's game, like, like a demo yeah. of it? Wouldn't yeah, that be that, insane? That really... <laughs> You don't get that much cooperation with game companies nowadays. Yeah, in like, Spyro 3, you had uh, you could play Crash Bash. I remember the last like real like interaction between game companies I really paid attention to was some idiot tweeted out, oh, looks like Breath of the Wilds took a lot from Dark Souls. And they had some Dark Souls influence. came back and said, everyone's taking a lot from Nintendo over the years. <laughs> Because it's true. Yeah. Nintendo is kind of that company that no one really thinks about, but realistically, 
it's one of the strongest game companies out there with the most prestige. Yeah. Like, honestly, they were around when Sony and uh, X Microsoft were just kind of little babies when they came to the game, like con- the home console market. Yeah, and related to that, we're going to do another shot of vodka. Uh, uh, tequila. Tequila. <laughs> this isn't... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think of two things with V. Vodka, well, vodka and, and potato. Yet, <laughs> <laughs> comrade. Also, it's been a that, hard Latvian winter. Russia is Russian is the language that sounds like English backwards. If you really talk it, like <laughs> It's just like you know, uh, like no German goodbye. is just like the angriest sounding language out there. You got all right. And so, Riley just took one of my cherry vanilla co- <laughs> Pepsi's from the states without even asking. Uh, do you want it? I fucking hate you. Okay. You can die. No, you can have it. You can, you can die. die in a fucking <laughs> hole. All right. And the stuff's brutal. Oh, All right. What does the Russian say? So Slatlia. Oh, fuck. No freedom of will. <laughs> oh, it's so bad. It's. It doesn't get better. Holy fuck. Oh, I'm sorry about that, listeners. That was one from the gut. That shook the table. <laughs> Jesus, stop burping in the mic. I'm not trying to. Turn your head. It just comes up and it tastes so gross. <laughs> I hate tequila so much. Uh, so this is also our final episode of Tacos and Tequila. We're moving on to <laughs> No Alcohol and Sobriety <laughs> Weekly. Chastity and uh, um, abstinence. <laughs> weekly. <laughs> um, all right, so. Oh, fuck. I think we can move on. So I think we've left them in wonderment and amazement long enough about what Tasty Jams is. Oh, it's um. So the entire list is our favorite songs that are about food. So <laughs> this is why I drink tequila. Is because I put up with his fucking ass for a night. So the first song is gonna be my number five is gonna be Fruit Salad by the Wiggles. Oh my god. Fruit salad, <laughs> yummy, yummy. I had two younger sisters, and I, I had, I have two younger sisters, <laughs> and when they were kids, I knew exactly every them. Wiggles song out there. Oh, Wiggles are my jam when I was younger. Uh, remember uh, what Kravitz. was it? Uh, where's Henry? No, yeah. where's Jeff? It's where's, where's Jeff? Jeff? Is he sleeping yeah. outside? That was a later where's thing, Jeff. Too. And then it's just the yell, "Wake up, Jeff!" I was Jeff, I'd fucking kill all of them because you keep waking me up from goddamn naps. Yeah, it was kind of like Fuck a off. racial thing. Uh, too. Didn't one of them get arrested for cocaine? None of them. That's like a rumor. They're all. They, I thought they all had tats though. No, because that's one of them did. Because that's yeah. why he wore long sleeves. Yeah. Well, Marty was the guitarist. He left just because he was like. I thought he tired got arrested for coke. No, he got. He just got tired of it. The one guy had medical injuries with his back, so he couldn't. It was so he just guy. took opiates and got arrested for opiates. <laughs> no one got arrested. <laughs> are Fuck. you sure? Why are you sure? Like, why is everyone having this fascination? Childhood? That your childhood has to be involved in like With some drugs. nefarious scheme of some kind. Because the only way you could get me up on a stage singing for children dressed like that is if I was strung out on coke or opiates. Why opiates? Why are you so obsessed? Because like that's what they prescribe people oh, for back injuries. Sorry, I was thinking of like I, for some reason I, I immediately associate opiates with suppositories. Because of a Lucy K joke. Childhood did you have? Because Louis C.K. talks about it, so I just mean I I thought you were really obsessed with shoving shit up your ass. What type of cough pill, cough syrup did you take? Cough pillow. Cough pills. I was going to say cough pills. The pillows get a bite. (laughs) All right. So sorry. Our top five list this time is going to be about uh, top five songs used in video games. So not like original pieces made just for the game, but more so. 
songs that kind of work their way into a game. Like, for example, SSX Tricky. In the newest SSX game, when you hit your Tricky meter, you get run DMCs. It's tricky to play. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. That's not on my list. I don't know about Broncos. But this week, I'll go first. And Bronco will go second. So my first pick is... Oh my god, I will (laughs) fucking kill you. Okay. All right, so my first pick is Far Cry 3 when they play MIA Paper Planes. Oh, that's not what I thought. When you're burning down the pot field. That's wrong. That's wrong. No. It's Skrillex and uh, and, uh, uh, Damian Marley is when you're burning down the pot field. No. Yes. No. Oh, yeah, it is. Sh- MIA's when Bond of Fire is when you're f- jumping out of the plane. It's like the yeah. montage before the game yeah. starts. Yeah, I still go with MIA because I rock paper planes whenever I'm listening to it's a good stuff. Song. It's a great, it's a guilty pleasure. MIA in general for me is a guilty pleasure. The, her, like, her album... Uh, Bad Girls is a great song. Eh. I, it was okay. Come on, it's fun. Her, her not her first album, but her... Uh, okay, this isn't a music plates. podcast, Bronco. Focus. Sorry. Okay. Uh, next up for me is Red Dead Redemption compass stop you mean far away no compass it plays whenever uh you get the mission to go back to the farm oh right and it's the now i know the only compass that i need is the one that points me back to you and it's basically i'm not gonna say plot spoiler for this game because you should have played this game by now yeah we talked about last time when your wife and kid basically kidnapped by the government and you get told you can go see them again you have the song playing which is basically just you're riding across the countryside as fast as you can to go back to your farmhouse like that's just to me that hit me in such an emotional feel that i didn't really expect in games Mm -hmm. because red dead's one of the first games to kind of make me realize like games can make you feel stuff they can pack that emotional punch and that song just encapsulated that perfectly for me there was also it was really hard to choose just that one song from there because there's another moment that Bronco might talk about. Yeah. I have a feeling that's on his yeah, list. Yeah, on my list. Um, number three for me is Borderlands 2, the intro with Shortchanged Hero by The Heavy. Oh. I really... I didn't know about The Heavy until I actually um, played that game. Yeah. And I heard that song and I'm like, that's a really like good song. That's a tasty jam. Yeah. And then I went and figured out who sang it and picked that one. It edged out uh, short change here, not short change here. That's what I'm talking about. Ain't no rest for the wicked in Borderlands One. Yeah, that, which kind of that that's one of I think it introduced everyone to Cage the Elf. That was also one of the first big examples I'd say of a game taking a song, like especially a mainstream game, and taking a song, kind of making it the theme song for the whole thing. Because also shout out to to Borderlands 2's final boss fight against Handsome Jack. The end credits have "How'd You Like Me Now" by short by uh, the heavy playing as well. Yeah. So I kind of like that whole experience there. Um, number two is a two-way tie. It's Saints Row Four. Don't want to miss a thing, because Aerosmith. Basically, at the start of this game, you're climbing a rocket. Yeah. It's a nuke heading into the White House, and everyone's like saying their goodbyes to your character and stuff. And Aerosmith's don't want to miss a thing <laughs> is playing in the background yeah. and it sets you up for the most absurdly fun game you can play. Yeah. Tied for it in that game as well is Bismarcky's just a friend because there's <laughs> one mission where you're traveling with Pierce, Alrighty. one of your homies all around the city and Bismarcky's just a friend comes on. And if you've picked Nolan North's voice, you get Nolan North singing just a friend (laughs) and that's one of the best songs out there yeah it's so much fun (laughs) riley's jamming out right now he's he put a song on bravo so (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what the fuck was that? That's that was Riley. The... <laughs> My number one choice. It's a little bit out there because it's not. It wasn't used in the game. It was yeah. used as promotional material for the game. Bioshock Infinite, Nico Verga, Beast. Okay. That was used in one trailer. Yes. And it was the one of the best game trailers the I've ever seen. The wife of the Imagine Dragons guy, isn't she? I don't know. Yeah, I, probably. I think something. She's a wife to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> How sexist of you. You misogynistic pig. She has to be married. See, Andrew loves ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> I just a, made it even that's, worse. That's now. the second one on the, the sound soundboard. It's <laughs> hey like ladies. first one, Andrew hates women. And the second one's, hey, ladies. <laughs> hey, ladies. <laughs> um, no, I absolutely, like, I really, that song actually went on to my iTunes playlist as soon as I heard it. Because yeah. I'm like, what is this song? And it's not the real version. It's the one that was literally made for the game that has the extended intro with that little bit of acoustic guitar, mm-hmm. which is the dun 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 dun. It was so good. And that is definitely my number one because even now listening to that song, it makes me think of that game and makes me want to go install it again and play it. Yeah. Because it's a phenomenal fucking game. It's <laughs> on my top five list of games too. Which yeah. might be next week's uh, list. I might have thought of it already. Uh, it's really broad, and I hate it, and it's really generic. You know, you should just <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't see you come up with ideas. <laughs> okay. So, is it my turn? Uh, no, no. I want to hear from Riley. Hey, Riley. No, yeah, it's Just turn. shout. No, you I don't want to hear his. I don't, I don't give a fuck about his. <laughs> this is going to be the worst put-together one ever. Riley's just going to block <laughs> out everything I say. It's just going to be like, and hey, Andrew, turn to you. Boo. <laughs> Just a humming sound instead just of my like, voice. Sh- sh- there's someone farting. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So for my... Oh, fuck. I got the sweats. <laughs> Fucking tequila. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't this a great... This is a, it's your, a bad episode. <laughs> this is your idea for the podcast. <laughs> I'm sweating so hard. My head's like... You know when you drink like hard alcohol, your head like starts to be light? <laughs> oh, this is... Okay. Let's get into your list now. Uh, so my first, my first pick, okay, this one's kind of controversial. So my first pick is the chicken pizzola sub at Subway on Italian herb and cheese. I swear to God, can you take (laughs) one of these seriously for once? I can't. I know it's going to be a Goldfinger Superman in Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah. Like every time I hear that song, (laughs) I don't skate very often anymore, but like I want to go and buy a skateboard every time I hear that song. As soon as I got a longboard again, I started skating. That was the first song I think thought of. Yeah, I think of. Think of. <laughs> I'm like, I could shred that. And then next thing I know, I wake up in hospital with broken bones. <laughs> Plot um, spoiler. Yeah. I couldn't shred it. Uh, so, yeah, no, it was just like, it brings you back all the memories of that game and how fun it, fun it was. Um, I remember I had the Jam Pack CDs, which, again, going back to the whole, like, can you imagine developers doing that now? Jam Pack CDs. I don't know. Do you remember those? No. They were... They were demo discs of like 15 games on them. No, I remember that. I had one that came with, it came with my copy of Final Fantasy VII on the PS1, <laughs> yeah. and it had one horror game on it that I remember playing when I was like seven, Yeah, and I was traumatized of that disc for the rest of the time I had it. I still have that disc somewhere. Yeah. And so like, I had one for my PS1 that had uh, uh, Bloody Roar, and- uh, Okay, can we just 
Bloody Roar was the greatest fighting <laughs> game of all time. I'm not even kidding. You could turn into a fucking animal yeah. and beat the shit out of people. I used to play that game a lot, and then I when I found like when you couldn't unlock all the characters, obviously because it was a demo. Yeah, and so because I, I didn't know, understand demos back then, I went, "Hey, Dad, can you like fix this CD? It's broken. It doesn't let <laughs> you play this the whole, <laughs> whole cast." It's the equivalent like my dad works at Nintendo. He can fucking like do this one thing. Uh, my dad's gonna ban you. <laughs> um, and so yeah, no, I remember that, and uh, and I had one that was uh for PS2. It had like Half Life on it, and like Silent Hill Four, and like Ace Hero, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, no. the game. <laughs> it was no, they were great, man. I loved. Them. I played them more. Like I played the one era area of a mission in one game than I actually played the entire game. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that brings me back to when I had uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater on my first jam-packed CD from a PS1 and Goldfinger to play and stuff. And so it was like, that was fun. There's was like, also, the there's game. a nostalgic kick from that song, honestly. Because yeah. when I hear it, I think of playing Tony Hawk. Not like, I just think of simpler times where, you know, I didn't have to worry about bills and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, it's a good song, too, on its own. Yeah. And so for my next Is pick- this a ska-themed <laughs> show for you? Are we going real big a fish? It's going to be sublime. Uh, less than Jake. <laughs> Um, it's the next song is gonna be. Uh, I was gonna do another joke one, but you genuinely looked upset when you. I'm getting a little pissed <laughs> off here, Bronco. <laughs> this one's kind of a joke. It's gonna be. I was gonna say saying it's so off Rock Band one. <laughs> you know what? I will accept that because I remember belting that song. Yeah, so playing like, Rock Band one and always wanting the mic for that one. Yeah, breaking the list. It was. It's probably say it ain't so uh, by Weezer off their blue album on Rock Band. But um, yeah. Okay, so I was make sure. <laughs> The album was, was right. That, was that what I actually was doing? <laughs> was that the number four pick on me? No, <laughs> it was not. Um, at number three, it's going to be M4 by uh, Fonst, I want to say. Fonst. What uh, was it uh, from? Uh, Fonst. Uh, it's it, it's the end credits song to Mass Effect 1 and 3. Huh. And I think it was in 2 as well. They're an Edmonton-based band. And okay. so that's why they got onto the game. Yeah, I remember, uh, what was it? Dragon Age Origins had the kill by yeah. 30 Seconds to Mars, which, by the way, fucking hate jared leto yeah that's another podcast for another time the entire but I podcast fucking talking about how we fucking I hate jared leto dude you actually hate jared leto because like i can't stand him i get on the hype train to hating jared okay leto. i'm really this is why we work well together just that was the sound of our high fives really our hate boners just hit the table <laughs> um so yeah so that's it's just a really cool song that's like really like space and atmospheric and uh, it fit the game really Touch well. Tips. Shut the fuck up, Andrew. <laughs> you know what? Just to punish you, we're going to do another shot of tequila. Oh, this so doesn't Riley, punish me. Line it up, Riley. This just hurts me. Okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> stu- How do the purple berries taste, Ralph? <laughs> they taste like burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need oh, your sorry, rest okay. of your list. Uh, uh, number two is Red Dead Redemption Far Away by yeah. by uh, Jose dude. Gonzalez, I think, honestly. Very generic. <laughs> no, dude. I'm pretty sure that's his name. <laughs> I can I'll, I will fact check this, but I am uh, like ninety-nine percent sure his name is that. Yeah. I'm I am not trying to be racist here, but I, that's how every racist person starts a conversation. I'm not racist, but <laughs> and I'm not uh, there's no way I can get get away with this. I just I don't know why I'm bothering. Uh, Jose Gonzalez. Oh it's him. God. It's him. It is. Yeah, this is him. Okay. Yeah, it's Jose Gonzalez. Um, so, and then, 
so that was just really fucking good. It's, it's the framing of it. It's, it's, it's you just had that hard fight on the boat to Mexico, basically. Yeah. Um, which if but, Trump has his way, he's going to cause that fight again. It's but. a really good. Okay, let's fuck. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, the song is really good because it's like so wastelanded, and like you're traveling a really far distance to get to that mission. And um, and the great thing, and the great thing about it is that you can fuck up the song, like I did. So I was uh, I was I was riding, and I wanted like this this horse is shit. It's got like no stamina. I'm going to call my horse. And I got off the horse and got on my horse, and the song ended. Yeah, that's so. That's that would have just made you cry a little bit, yeah. honestly, because like that song was so well done for that time part of the game, where yeah. like it's just like because literally you had this intense gunfight, and then all of a sudden you just go to this like quiet sort of really well done song that the pacing was perfect because it ends as soon as you're supposed to get to the town. That's yeah. why the horse is so slow, is because they made it so you hear the whole song by the time you kind of arrive in the town. I really yeah. like that. And we'll take these shots after I finish my list as like a yeah. celebration. So the number one is it's gonna I can't choose really that well, but I'm gonna go. Yeah, this one's kind of controversial. Oh oh because oh. you might hate me, but it's gonna be uh uh, uh still alive from Portal. I'm okay with that oh. actually because I remember playing that in Rock Band because it was a free <laughs> DLC. <laughs> I'm still alive. Yeah, it's I really always get good. that confused with um, Metric Song, the. The, they have one where it's basically like, I'm still alive because my heart's being yeah. like... Uh, by the way, shout out to Metric. If you guys want to come on our podcast, just uh, let one of us know. Cause... Yeah, I think your music's okay. <laughs> I saw you, Bronco. I saw you guys live and I thought you guys were pretty okay. I mean, you did have to like perform before LCD Sound System on their reunion. So, you know... Bronco popped a lot of shrooms for that show. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucked. No, uh, you guys are pretty good. Okay. I mean, better than Wolf Parade. Um, not better than Mac DeMarco or LCD, but you were better than Shad. No, he was better than you guys. But okay, you, back <laughs> on topic. Okay, uh, you know what I realized we missed last week. We didn't talk about Harmon Quest at all. Yeah, so let's say I got tequila shot. Yep. <clears throat> oh, it's worse if you smell it. It's I'm, just take a whiff of it before you do. No, the I'm shot. not do that. It's just the pain is gonna go away the more we do this. Right, right, Three, two, right. But go. go. Oh fuck, that's bad. Ah, I've become immune. I have not. Oh my god, I have so much back sweat. <clears throat> this is our most physically disgusting. Fucking podcast. turn away from the mic. Uh, I am. That's <laughs> barely anything. My head. Is this regis- Is that registering on the mic? It's registering on the mic. Oh, it's going to be fantastic. People are going to know exactly how sloppy god. we are. Um. All right. So <laughs> get that by the fact we're drinking fucking tequila. Harmon Quest. What else do we do on a Sunday night at like seven o'clock? But do, Besides drink be, tequila. Yeah, <laughs> um, Harman Quest. No, Bronco's actually the one that got me in on it. Yeah. And I still haven't watched more than like episode three because <laughs> I'm really bad about watching things that yeah. people tell me to watch. But it's fucking funny. It's so like, funny. I thought I'd get annoyed because I play D&D and I really like it when adventures kind of are serious and stuff. And this one's complete people joking and kind of shitting on each other and having a good time and, and drinking it's fun there, it's there's, it makes you feel like you're there <laughs> while you watch it if that makes sense yeah like just because it's there. a live audience thing. yeah it's a lot of fun and dan Harmon's really casual like host and that's if you listen to Harmontown, it's basically him it's he took the idea from his Harmontown podcast and made it into a real thing because there's a whole story with spencer i don't really want to get into it's really cool it's a great show because it's so casually delivered by dan Harmon and 
the whole his whole thing of callbacks and like being so self-aware transfers right into the show and it carries on for each episode and that's why i love it yeah and like i mean the animation's a lot of fun too it's kind of something to watch when rick and morty isn't around yeah so like realistically little uh verbal diarrhea there realistically (laughs) if you're a fan of rick and morty and you're kind of waiting for the next season to come out god knows when because they already released the mr poopy butthole thing basically saying like huh if you're waiting for a new season you're fucked (laughs) um basically that's the way they said it just nicer yeah um go watch harman quest because it's something to kind of fill your time it still gives you kind of the same humor and satisfaction that rick and morty does it just it doesn't like, because honestly, Rick and Morty fans can be some of the worst people. Yeah. The whole Szechuan yeah, well, sauce not, shit going on where, like, like cops just, are called and Even stuff. before like, that, they were getting bad, but, like... They're really... Like, a lot of people sit there and say, oh, I relate so much to Rick. You don't want to relate to Rick. He's a fucking sociopath, yeah. psychopath, every type of path in the book. Yeah. He's a horrible person. Like, gold path. Like, people say, oh, path, I relate to, like, Morty. Pathway. No. Um. <laughs> Speak, friend, and enter. <laughs> <laughs> um... So yeah, so let's uh, move on to the next point. Get good. Yeah, our, our favorite, uh, our favorite things. Our favorite phrase in recent gaming history is "get good." So I have issues with this phrase because I was being very sarcastic when I said it's my fra- favorite phrase. I hate the phrase. It's kind of a way for developers, not developers, for fans of games to kind of justify why a game's hard. I'm looking at you, Dark Souls. <laughs> Fuck that community. It's it's not one of the best communities. Like, it's actually one of the most like divisive communities. Because like the ones now who, I will the good say part, this though good before we get community. into it, I will say this before we get into it. I'm sure there's some wonderful welcoming people in the community. That's what I've I was met say. a few of them. Yeah, but a lot of people. If I go, hey, I'm having an issue with this boss. They don't go like, oh yeah, no, you're supposed to shoot him in the head twice and then it'll stun him and you can stun lock. They'll go, oh, you're supposed to get good. Yeah, well, well, fuck th- you too. That's the thing about that community is that like there's the really there's like no gray gray area. It's like the really good people who are informative and love it and everything, and then there's the people who are the opposite who are just like just trolling you and stuff. Yeah. So like on one end it's like the the Vitavidia people who like do those like lore videos and like gameplay yeah. stuff, and then there's like the other people who are just like who just troll you. Like, like I know I was watching um I don't remember the streamer's name. It's a dude that basically says, like, welcome to the wolf pack, and I don't remember his name. I feel really bad because I watched a bunch of his streams where he essentially went through playing Dark Souls in different challenging ways with, like, different mods and stuff. Like, uh, one's, like, a gun game mod where every time he kills an enemy, he gets a different weapon in his hand and stuff like that. Like, that's really cool to me. Wolf pack gaming. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) wolf pack gaming. Super, super nice guy. Super welcoming. He's... Fuck off. Um, He's super nice to new players like if you ask a question there he'll legitimately answer and not just tell you oh get good scrub because i will argue dark souls has some of the worst and least intuitive level design in gaming Mm. it's i i understand there's a difference between like hand holding and telling you where to go but like i'm playing dark souls 3 and i got stuck in like the second area not like the starting tutorial area the next it's like high walls of logarth or whatever Lothric. lothrith thank you I got stuck there for a solid like four hours because I just couldn't figure out where the fuck to go. Yeah. That to me makes me put down the game and go, I'm not touching that again. I don't know. I did pick it up because I'm a sucker for pain and I like that game. I enjoy the Dark Souls game. I love the lore and stuff. I just wish it was a bit easier to kind of get into it. Like I'm not saying 
make the game so it's just super super easy and accessible you'd love bloodborne have you played bloodborne i really did enjoy bloodborne Bloodborne has amazing level design but like the thing is with the dark souls one i enjoyed dark Souls depends on the games dark Souls 2 was a different one than the first and third one in in terms of level design because it was like a it was kind of like a hub based system yeah kind of like i never played games the only dark souls game i played i played demon souls bloodborne and Dark Souls 3. And well, the Dark Souls 3 thing is it's more streamlined, but I do have a problem. I will defend it and saying that it's a pretty good level of design. The problem is is that it has a lot of things that you can venture off and lead you to a different area and like or at the end of it. It's, and so I, that's my problem. I'm worried always like I fucking missed something and I, I'm too busy worrying about surviving. See, my thing is, did you ever play Breath of the Wild? Yeah. So that to me was kind of non-handholding level design done right. Yeah, you I guess still so. had an overall idea of what you're supposed to do in each zone. It didn't specifically hold your hand and tell you you have to go here. So you can do whatever the fuck you want, but here's your overarching goal. I'll be honest. In Dark Souls 3, I have no clue what the fuck is going on half the time. They're talking about Lords of Cinder and shit, and I'm like, cool. Just tell me who I have to put my sword in, and yeah. I'll do it. There's like, like it's, it's in a way so where you can like either like get into that story or like not listen to it and still enjoy it. That's why it's really well done. It's really you have to kind of look for the story. Yeah, that's why I love it. But this is a whole. We go. We can go on hours about like just Dark Souls in general. Yeah. There's a lot of other games that kind of have the get good mentality. I, yeah, I highly. If you're really interested in like Dark Souls like story and stuff, I highly suggest Vita Vidya's on uh, YouTube. He's amazing. He's probably the, the head of like the Dark Souls lore community or whatnot. I really, really find the lore interesting because it's based from what I read. It's based on a manga called Berserk, mm-hmm. which I love. That manga. It's super dark. The swordsman, the main guy's name is Guts. Yeah. He's the black swordsman. He has like a 10 foot tall great sword. Yeah. And that's his weapon. To me, that's the coolest shit ever. Give someone a giant sword and tell them swing it around. Like, that's awesome. And you can definitely see that kind of in Dark Souls, which is why I actually end up giving Dark Souls a chance was because yeah. of the manga and people telling me, oh, you like that? You'll like this. It's a good game. Um, I just wish the lore was a bit more accessible, you know, to try and hook me in. Even if at the start it was more accessible. And then at the end, it's kind of like the normal way where you just have to learn it by doing. Mm. I just wish it had that little bit more of like hook me in. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm only one like great moment away in that game from just being obsessed with it. Yeah. Um. So recent games, though, that are kind of the get good mentality. Cuphead. Yeah. That's been everyone's kind of been playing it. I'm really excited for it. Uh, I haven't picked it up yet. I'm I like going the fact to. That your gun is you snapping your fingers. It's really cool. I like the fact that the game's like hand drawn. Yeah. It's the aesthetic of the game. And I hate that word because it's all the white Just girls on Instagram going a order spread out with their pumpkin spice latte and Ugg boots. I don't know. Fortune kind of ran that road for um, me. But no, I really like the look and feel of Cuphead. Mm-hmm. It looks really cool to me. And speaking of like super difficult platformers, I've been playing a lot of Super Meat Boy lately and Shovel Knight again. Yeah. I know they're older games. They're still so much fucking fun, even now. <laughs> like, Shovel Knight, the boss fights, they're all different, and they're all a lot of fun. Like, do you remember, um, came out a few years ago, Mighty Number no. 9? Yeah. It was the Mega Man successor, and it was shit. Yeah, because it was, it was Kickstarter, too. Yeah. It was one of the they bigger They released ones. a new one on Switch. It's Mighty Gunvolt 9, or something like that. <laughs> you laugh, but you get to customize your gun to do different things, like homing missiles, spread shots, stuff like that. I've been playing that a lot because my buddy Adam, who I'm sure is listening to the podcast. If you're not, you're an asshole. Um, I hate you, Adam. We all do. Um, he actually turned me on to that game when I came down to Cornhole 
or Cornwall as the locals like to know it. You like to get Cornhole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I ended up playing it there, and I really liked it. It you was literally with. Mega Man, just where instead of having to worry about like the elements you get and stuff, you get to make your own guns. Yeah, which is really cool to me because customization is always a lot of fun. Cool. Uh, we just got told by Riley we have five minutes left. I so know Andrew sucks. Um, yeah, in general, we hate the phrase "get good." Yeah, but so, like I do understand when it applies to a game because there's certain games where like you do have to have a skill cap to play. Yeah. I get that. I just don't like the phrase because it feels like it kind of alienates new players and kind of ruins a game's chances of going super mainstream and getting that success that developers deserve. Yeah. Because if they make a good game, everyone should play it. Yeah. Like, it's I'll be honest, time. everyone should probably play Cuphead. It looks awesome, and I'm really excited to pick it up. It's like the old, it's all the classic Disney cartoons without the racism. It's still pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's still fucked up, but, you know. It's just not so much like inherent racism we hate <laughs> <laughs> with that well um, i mean if it's disney speaking he hates the jews <laughs> and that's soundboarded as well <laughs> andrew this hates is a women good episode hey ladies and, and you forgot the <laughs> on the <laughs> hey ladies <laughs> so uh, any uh, last words here andrew yeah we're gonna go on our final point quickly um i discovered that by according awesome to band, all known laws of aviation that bees shouldn't there, be able there's to fly. No I way swear a to God, bee should be able to fly. All right, so we're done with uh, its wings are too small to get uh, to get its fat little body. Up? <laughs> can you shut the fuck up? I can I can? Uh, I think we're calling for one more tequila shot to end the show. Oh, fucking Christ! <laughs> Riley's shaking his head, but his cup's getting filled up. Apparently, yeah, we're filling up a cup. Um, <laughs> hey, you're not the, you're not driving, so you're fine. Do you want to just fill up? Don't the cups drink for and everyone? drive. Do you just want to fill up the cups for everyone now that I filled up yours. Anyone listening? There we go. Don't drink and drive. Um, so I recently Please. discovered. The YouTube channel Game Grumps. Uh, oh, I know God. I'm not the first person to discover them by any means. I'm not trying to be hipster <laughs> about this. I'm just saying You're I gonna started. You're going to make them big. This finally, is what makes yeah, them big. <laughs> our podcast. <laughs> um, no, I actually started listening to Ninja Sex Party because it has the Game Grumps in it. And they do an album called Under the Covers, which is just them covering songs like Take On Me. How, I think there's been Everybody like wants five the albums. World. I'm going to look up how many albums have been named Under the Covers that are all covers. On this. Um, it's a fantastic album, though. Like, they also did... Ozzy Osbourne, Rolling Stones. What was their other band? Motorhead. Was it just Smash? No, that was their song. Uh, what was the name of it? Starbomb or something? Starbomb. Yeah. I also realized that the band Starbomb is again them, and it's just no, it's not Aaron. Actually, it's without Aaron. I thought Aaron was in it. No, he's not. No, Aaron's they have one of the guys rap. Ego Raptors in it. Yeah, that's this. That's Ninja Sex Party is them. Okay, because I know it's still it, like other a than, lot I know of it's guys. just like it's just uh, the it's just it's without Aaron. Well, anyways, they are fantastic, and I recommend everyone go and give them a listen because even for a YouTube band, they're surprisingly awesome. Two minutes. All right, so we're at the two-minute warning here, and uh, I don't know if I have Last much left to talk shot. about. Yeah, that's about it. You get hear us in pain, and then we'll uh, sign off. Yeah. <laughs> right. we'll sign off, and then we'll be in pain. No, let's, no, let's no, be let's in pain. we got to fill up these two minutes of blank air. Three, two, two one. one. Salute. <laughs> it doesn't get smoother. I don't know why I said I wanted to do that one. It depends on what part of your throat it hits, or your tongue. Uh. Andrew vomited a little. You guys didn't see it. It's all over his shirt. Yeah, I'm dying a little bit. I threw up. Um, I'm bond scotting it right gonna, now. When we uh, when we do merchandise, one of our shirts will be like a shirt. Just vomit. vomit it. It'll be like the Rick vomit around <laughs> his mouth always. It'll just be that around the collar of a shirt. 
<laughs> and just with hello, my name's Andrew name tag over the heart. Uh, so if anyone wants to make us t-shirts, that'd be uh, appreciated there. <laughs> anyone just wants to make t-shirts and just vomit on them, you're, well, <laughs> you're welcome to it. And uh, with that sloppy ending, that concludes episode two of Tacos and Tequila. Bronco and Andrew's Jazz Adventure. Uh, skibbity beep up. <laughs> we decided it was going to be freeform jazz. That's going to be our next podcast. So uh, look forward to week. that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you.